The Tabuti Drive. Weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. On 5FM. Celebrating International Women's Day. And our guest today is Jackie Pamodze, who is the author of Bear. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited for like to talk to you. Thank you. I haven't read the book. I've kind of been putting it off, to be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm a little bit nervous. I've, I've heard, I don't know. I, I think I was just saying to you of air, it's like Ready Tabby's book, which I haven't been able to finish because it hits, it's, it's like it, it hits too hard. Yeah, it hits You're just like, I can't. It's too much. Um, just for somebody who's never heard about the book Bear, what is it about? Well, Bear is sort of a synopsis or a glimpse into my life. You mm-hmm. know, what I went through as a child, growing up, the schools that I went to, the relationships that I got into, and then obviously what people want to know. Yeah. <laughs> How I got to date a rich, wealthy, powerful person. Okay. And a little bit about um, my rapes. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two, m- multiple rapes, actually. I had two. And one of the rapes that I, well, as well spoken of is what the deputy minister did to me, you know, mm-hmm. in 2007. Have you named this deputy minister? No, he's not that important now. Okay. He might have a better position because of reshuffling, but he's not important to me uh, now. Okay. <laughs> so he's still in the ministry? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, the point of this book was also to empower young women and Absolutely. to educate. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um... I decided to write it for that fact because a lot of people just think that things just happen. People just get to places just randomly. And what I found was that a lot of young women are struggling, whether mm. it's mental illness, whether it's suicide, whether it's abuse, whether it's relationships, whether it's being a slave queen or whatever the case may be. But these things that they're doing underground that is damaging society as a whole or damaging them as women as a whole and I felt like okay let me write this book so that they see the truths about what happens in our modern pop culture society okay I want to get to the juice because I don't want to waste any time (laughs) so that you speak in this book about an underworld so firstly let me start by saying I've had a conversation about blesses and blessies and the response that we got um, was different from what I expected. A lot of people were like, people can live whatever lives they want to live and they shouldn't be judged, which is true. True. Um, But here you have lived experiences of what happens in the so-called secret society that exists. Yes. So tell us what happens. So this secret society is called the hockey club. Okay. Um, Not so secret anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'll probably get into trouble, but I'm okay with it. Um, um, it's where rich, powerful people sort of mingle. Okay. Um, it's rich with ministers and all of those people in power. That's how they. Play. That's where they play. The houses in Bryanston. They've got multiple houses. One in Bryanston and one that I visited in Durban because of my research for the next book. Okay. Um, and they've got multiples as well as one in UK and one in Switzerland and Botswana. Sure. What happens at these houses? So at these houses, you find that they would invite socialites or celebrities or slay queens or girls who just like things. And they would be bought. So they would approach one of the girls to say, listen, there's a particular individual in the ministry or is a uh, is politically inclined or they've got money or they're a business person. They're willing to offer you maybe 200000 for a weekend. What are you offering? Can you do threesomes? Can you do orgies? And they use the house as a vehicle to entertain themselves. So sometimes you get drawn into the situation. So it's not that you know what you're getting into. No, it's not that way. You actually do know because they sort of sass the people they want and approach you. So they don't like 
lure you in. They don't do that. So they would say, Tando, um, we've got this billionaire or millionaire from Alcra or yeah. UK. And he's interested in you. He's so been like following pimping. You. Yeah, it's pimping. And they would give you an offer and you would counter offer it and say, no, I don't actually want that money. I want a a G-Wagon or I want a townhouse or whatever. Because these are people who have lots of influence and power. So they would not randomly go for any chicken and jail. They would want a girl that would boost their ego to the limits and a girl that has some kind of social influence so that when they do give you whatever gift they give you, you can post and talk about it. So among obviously they obviously don't want to be known. Yeah, no, no, you, do, you don't name them. You just say you were so there. So then, what glory do they? The glory that they have is amongst themselves as guys ah. to say, "This is what I did for my girl. Can you beat that? I bought her a house. I bought her. I gave her a trip. Um, she was in my private jet. Can you beat that? It's an ego type of thing. Okay, I have so many questions. I'm sure you do as well, Mrs. You look very confused. I Sorry, thought this only happened in movies. Yeah. I can't believe this no. is real. I'm this sure, is real. I'm I so, saw it yeah. live like many a times. But in a transactional relationship. Surely both parties know what they're getting themselves into. True. Yes. Whether they vocalize that or not is a different thing. Yeah. Um, specifically about the hockey club, people mm-hmm. go in there knowingly. You know, they get offered things, whether it's a trip, a private jet okay. trip, or a bag, or money. So it's or not a like, holiday. It's not like you're getting into what you think is a romantic relationship. No, 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 no. no. People expect romantic relationships yeah. afterwards because they see what's in it. And then they start demanding things. Or where, they hope for more. They, or they hope for more. Especially girls. Girls, when they fall in love with a person or they sleep with the person, it's easy to, like, get for. feelings for, for someone. So they would expect them to date them afterwards for them it's entertainment and what my money can buy me okay i'm gonna open up my mind for a second okay and say there's nothing wrong with that right say if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do why should i not do it do it yeah why shouldn't i okay the problem comes when number one they get addicted to the money so they do it more than once and getting addicted to money opens up a gateway to drugs and alcohol because if you get to sleep with someone that you genuinely don't love but they offer you 500000 and you do it once, and you do it twice, and they offer you trips, and you get addicted to that life, and it becomes your, part of your life because you post it, you travel, you do all of these things. Mm. And then you end up going into drugs. You're finding yourself in an abusive state because now you'll be shipped from one man to the next. If this one is done with you and they don't want to spend money on you anymore, they ship you to the next one. So if you were hoping to fall in love with the one that initially brought you, then that's where the sadness come in because mm-hmm. a lot of girls then start um, becoming very vindictive. You know, they start blackmailing them. That's saying that they raped them. They drugged them. Or that they'll out them. Or they'll out them and stuff like that. So it gets tricky when it comes to that part. But it's okay. I'm not saying people should not do it. I'm just saying it's a lifestyle that's out there that could potentially be dangerous, especially for young girls. Mm-hmm. 19, 20, 21, you come to Joburg, you don't know what's going on. You start posting Instagram bums and breasts and then people suss you out and then you get into the situation where you find yourself you're dating an older man or you're pregnant or you've got AIDS or you get abused in that whole house and you don't know who to speak to because these people are influential yeah. so obviously they will sort of um, tell you should you say anything 
we will probably kill you, you'll disappear. Which is what whatever. they tried to do with you. Exactly. We're speaking off air about how there was a PDF version of your book. Yeah, they tried to sabotage my book about three, four times before the book came out. And then afterwards, when they saw that the book is becoming a success, they said, okay, fine, we'll leak it. But they were leaking wrong information because it was a cut and paste. Oh, so they were content. choosing which chapters. Yeah, and they would them. mess up the writing so that I look like. Do you name a drop? Think in and this a book? thunk and a thunk. Do you name drop? No, I don't. So what were they afraid of? They were afraid because they know who they are. You know when you know yeah. what you have done? Yeah. So you're always thinking that at any given time... Paranoia. This per- yeah, paranoia hits you. At any given time, this girl is going to say something. Msizi? Yo, I'm blown away by a lot of this. But let's go to WhatsApp. We've yes. got a couple of WhatsApp voice notes as questions coming through for you. Hey, it's a booty drive. Um, I have a question. Um, I'd like to know what is the demographic and the age groups like for these girls that social with the ministers? Is there like, I want to say a cap on the age? Um, I know if you're young and a socialite, obviously there's an age limit. Yeah. But um, <laughs> in the groups, has um, has your guest found that there are any limits as to how young or even how old? Good question. Okay, like I said, last week I was in Durban to do research for my sequel for Bear. And I found... There's more juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Bear has a sequel. And the age groups, you would find that it's 18, 26. Mm. That's who they want. Because it's like fresh meat. And girls who don't really have the liberty of speaking their minds. So they will just be dragged into things. And they can't really fight when things go wrong girls that are easily influenced yeah easily influenced so if you're just a nambita coming from tata and then two months later or six months later they introduce you to your weave and you introduce to this wealthy man so it's young black girls yeah okay yeah i've got a question coming through saying um this type of stuff uh, as far as transactional relationships are concerned uh what's the worst thing that you went through in this in this type of situation um, an illegal abortion was done on me. I was drugged, and when I when, well, when I found out that I was pregnant, um, I was about four months along, and then they drugged, they put a pill in my tea, and I slept. And the guy, because he had money and he had like resources, he took me as I was sleeping into Morningside Hospital, and a nurse that he paid overnight sure. did the abortion on me. When I woke up, it was done, and I just found the the medical reports where he forged my signature on the. Sure. I was afraid that his wife would not be happy with what was going to come. Was this um, a minister? <laughs> Let's just say Bear Two will explain all of that. You say that you wanted to share your story with young girls because many of them are trapped in abusive relationships at the expense of luxurious lifestyles. Yes. Um, then there's another thread that I came across. Uh, is a DMs where um, literally this girl is saying, Oof, this guy is saying, I'm not beating around the bush. How much for one day? And then she says 20K. And then he asks, do you do threesomes? Can you do it with a girl? Yeah. Um, I'll fly you in 5K. And then she says 8K max per day. Yeah. So... What's the difference between that kind of conversation and prostitution? That is prostitution. Yeah. That's high-end prostitution. Or oh, that's social media prostitution. <laughs> sure. Um, because girls are not educated anymore. They don't, they're not willing to work anymore. So they just want easy money. And such conversations that are found in inboxes exposes the truth about our society now you know um, We tackle a lot of these issues, and I would say it is prostitution.
Isn't it also the pressures of social media? You know, you, you we post pictures up of, I don't know, say, holidays, bags, we food, would, lunch. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. your your high end bags or whatever it is that you have, and people are just like, oh my gosh, I'm being left behind here. Keep up, yeah. And yeah, they can't keep up. And the easier way out is much simpler than starting from the bottom and mm. figuring it out. Yeah, social media is a big illusion, yeah. and technology is sort of making and breaking us at the same time because a girl who does not know how to reach those things because other girls post things that are hectic, hectic, hectic. And a girl who does not have that and aspires to have that, especially with our public figures, when mm. they start posting these things, girls want that automatically because they think if I become like so-and-so, my life would be exactly be like that. But what is the quickest way of achieving that? is doing exactly what that girl was exposed for. Selling, 8,000, 10,000, I'm okay sleeping with two or three. Um, are we thinking about health risks? Are we thinking about... Well, I mean, as fast as you get up there is as fast as you fall down. Exactly. So you, I get worried. I really get worried. Scary. I really get worried. A couple of voice notes coming through. This one first. Hi, guys. Uh, hope you're well. I just wanted to find out from your opinion, what do you think it is that perpetuates things like these houses um, where, you know, they, they sell goals off to the highest bidder, obviously. Mm. Is it, do you think, a power trip for the people that are buying? Or do you think it's this whole idea of, like, the free sexuality culture that we live in today? Um, not saying that it's a bad thing for everyone, um, but, I mean, there is obviously a darker side to these things, even though they bring about such positive change as well. Shoo. What's his name? Anonymous? Is it? Is uh, it? I don't think he said his name. name no. Okay, he didn't. Okay, I'm just going to call him Anonymous. Mm. Number two, yes, it is power, ego, and how much I can spend on a girl to boast with my friends, right? Mm -hmm. Number two, to answer the second question, um, whew, man. People in our society have accepted that it's okay to be nude. It's okay to sell yourself. It's what we live in. We're in a free country. We mm -hmm. can do whatever we want. And we promote it on social media and on our media platforms all the time to say, it's okay to post the nude. It's okay to post the bikini. It's, mm. okay. it's okay. It's your body. Mm. But now, are we also telling them the repercussions of doing what you're doing? So nobody's educating our women to say, you can do this today. Are you going to still be okay with it in 10 years? Are you going to be okay if your kids see this? Are you going to be okay when somebody wants to marry you and they see these things? Are you going to be okay when you go seeking for a job and they bring up all these pictures and say, oh, well, look at this. You're going to completely taint our reputation, you know? So social media and society as a whole has sort of made this pop culture okay where people just do sex trades and these houses like Except this. Except it's still kind of kept under wraps it's still under wraps but the people who are in it they're just okay with it they know it they even sort of hype each other up like girl we can do this you can just sleep with him it's okay you can do sure. you can just post that picture it's okay another question very important one this one i would like to know how a person can re-enter a what's considered a normal relationship after being in a relationship where they you know, do certain things for money and this person pays them to be with them and everything else. So how do you then go out with a normal person? Don't you feel that if they take you out for dinner and they pay, are you not 
starting to go in the same situation? Do you second guess yourself? Mm. Do you doubt yourself? How do you recover from something like that? So how do you find the balance and power? Sure. You always have to go back to your own self-worth, you know, because you need to now start setting the standards of how you want to live as a person. Yeah. And once you start gauging that you dated a an older person or a person with money, and now you're dating a normal person, who probably a banker or anybody like that, who will just pay for Nando's. They're gonna, <laughs> they're not just gonna pay. But like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it goes back to yourself. You know, mm. start talking to yourself and say, would you rather suffer to get a five thousand rand bill or ten thousand bill, or you're gonna work it out with this guy who really loves you yeah. and who's gonna be okay with whatever situations you guys are faced with? It's also and not stop- putting your value on material things. Exactly. Mm. So um, I think once you find that space and you find that person, things will be automatic because you would have spoken to yourself mm. that you know what I want to change my life. This is the direction I'm, I'm going, and that's what I'm leaving behind. And stop raising expectations to to that level to say if you don't buy me this then I'm not in love with you if you're not doing this I won't be with you I have so many questions but we are out of time Mm. Jackie it's been incredible It's been amazing. Of course, your book is available at, at Exclusive Yes, Sales. We have restocked. It was, sell, it was sold out the last three weeks. Okay. We have restocked. So from today, all the bookstores and my website will have the book, JackiePamoza.com. Okay. And they can follow you on Twitter as well. Yes. It's at JackiePamoza, at JackiePamoza, everywhere. The Tabuti Drive. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. On 5FM.